And one of the things that I've learned over the last several years, which is not taught in early Buddhist teachings, is how to ground. And I find it invaluable for my meditation practice. So let your feet connect with the floor. And if your cushion is too squishy, then I encourage you to stand on wood. And let your toes spread out. Just there's places in the balls of your feet. You can open them. And you can just let an energetic anchor drop deep into the earth. So whether you do that by imagining there's a column of light going through your feet, or leaves from a tree, or steel girders. Whether you're in a waterfall, and a waterfall goes to the center of the earth, or in an elevator, whatever image feels the most resonant with you, what's really helpful is to let yourself ground and feel connected to the earth. So on the second floor, go through the floorboards, through the first floor, through the foundations, into the earth beneath us. Let ourselves feel connected to the earth. This is another way of opening up to refuge, to a place of safety, to a place of feeling held and supported, and that it's not only up to us to figure it all out. And then just allow whatever feelings are present in our body to be known. to begin to invite a sense of relaxation. So when there is shock, the body retracts, often freezes, and often there's loneliness. What is imperative is to feel safety, to feel a sense of kindness, to make an invitation that it's all right, to feel what we're feeling. It might be trembling, it might be anger, it might be deep sense of grief. As we come alive and wake up out of shock. And this has to be allowed. It can be allowed. It can be welcomed in awareness. So in addition to being grounded to the earth, we have a whole field of awareness that receives and knows what is arising in the present moment. That field, though empty, is warm, is kind, is welcoming, is allowed. And we can share the field with everybody here present right now. We can know that we can get strength and courage by each other's strength and courage to be present, to allow, to feel what we feel. 
So we are held by the earth, we are held in the waves, and we are held by each other. Now, when the shock releases from our system, it might be that what we experience is very unpleasant. And it has to be okay. There has to be a way to allow it into awareness without pushing it or demanding it be otherwise. There might be trembling, there might be tears, there might be anger, there might be fear, there might be tremendous sadness. So in allowing what we're feeling now, we can then change posture and continue sitting. We have no ground until we release shock. We have no place to look from until we deal with that first. And as that eases out of our system, we have the capacity to touch what's present. And first, we have to touch what's present in our own body, heart, and mind. The disbelief, the lack of safety, the not being able to understand, the wanting to control, the grief, whatever is present. Opening, touching. The invitation is to meet what is present with tenderness and compassion. To stand with awareness and receive what is present. As we open into our own experience, we then have some capacity for tuning in and wishing well 
all the children and the adults that were killed in this recent shooting, surrounding them with light, holding them, and sending them on with love. We can extend our heart to their families, to their friends, who are also in shock. To their community, who is also in shock. we can extend to the man who was the shooter to tune in to the kind of incredible pain that he must have been in to enable him to do something like this pain that was not met with compassion with skillfulness with a community that was able to hold him And so sitting here with all of this, without judgment, the heart that's big enough to embrace this magnitude of suffering without having the framework to make sense out of it, but just to allow it to touch and to let it move through our own system.